All right. Uh, so, guys, based on you guys saw the press release, and obviously this broke earlier today. So, if you uh, uh, maybe we'll just start off with Bob. Bob, we've got uh, a lot more media on than we did yesterday. We've got pretty much uh, uh, all the local Bay Area media has been informed of this call. So. Go ahead and start with just a couple opening statements of uh, the trade, and then we'll just open up the call to uh, questions. When you got a question, just identify yourself some Bob, and we'll go from there. Um, for those of you that were on the call yesterday, there, there was no uh, espionage or misdirection. We did not have this deal in place as of um, even late last night. This, this all came to fruition in the early hours of the morning. Um, and um, a lot of work done on, with our group as far as processing it and doing our homework and researching it and seeing if it made sense. It came together very quickly. There was a kind of a deadline um, to get it completed in. So through a lot of hard work, uh, constant, constant uh, phone calls back and forth between the two other teams, we were happy at the results. We feel like we added a great player. Um, but again, I would stress that I wasn't, Last night, when I spoke to you guys in the afternoon, it wasn't. This was not on the table at all. Um, but I'll tell you about the trade. I, I just spoke to Garrett. I knew him when I was an agent for Brandon Roy, and I'd go up to Portland to see Brandon, and I always run into Jared. And uh, one of the most pleasant guys I, I came across. He's one of the guys I, I wish I had been able to represent, uh, but wasn't fortunate enough to. But classy guy, a leader in a locker room, high character. And I spoke to him half an hour ago, and he, he's just uh, a great human being, great player. He's respected throughout the league by all the other players in the league, as well as coaches. So we're very excited. We feel like we solidified our backcourt. He's a solid veteran. He's multi-talented. He can run a team. He can score. He can guard. He's a good rebounder for his position. He's coming off his best season in the NBA. I think he had career highs in both scoring and assists. Shot a good percentage. He's a great foul shooter. He's an 85% free throw shooter. Um, we've looked at him for a while from afar. Uh, never thought we'd have a chance to acquire him. Uh, never thought we'd be able to put something together to get it done. But he fills what we're looking for perfectly in the backcourt. We're very happy. Uh, we think we got a starter quality type player. Uh, but but for us, we'll improve our depth. Um, on in this trade or in any trade, we were trying to improve our depth and balance of our roster, and that's why I think. We were able to move a player like Darrell, who I care about a lot and respect, and, and add a positional player uh, that helps us more in an area of need for us in the backcourt that can play one and two. Um, I would say that Charles Jenkins is still a player we really like, and uh, he's continued to improve. He's one of our hardest-working players that have been around. He will still get his opportunities, and we absolutely value him. Um, and echoing what I, on what I said yesterday is that uh, we want to be smart in all our deals whether it's trade or free agency, and I think this uh, accomplished our goal of filling a need um, at the right price. Um, and in regards to free agency, we're going to continue to explore things. This did not uh, – This, although we, we give up what we required in the trade exception, um, we now still have the ability to use a mid-level if we'd like to. Um, so we're going to continue to explore things. We're not done. And the last point I would say is we'd like to thank Darrell for his two outstanding seasons with us. Uh, and his contribution to the team. He was certainly a player who helped our team. He expanded his game during his stay here. He was also one of our most community-minded players. Um, I want to wish him well. Obviously, I'm closer to him than any of the other players in the team, having represented him. Um, it's never easy to trade somebody, um, especially a guy that I've known for quite some time and w was on the other side of his contract with the Warriors. But um, 
I think it's a good opportunity for him, and um, I wish him well. So that's my little preamble. That's all I got, Raymond. All right, guys, go ahead and uh, fire away. Hey, Bob, this is Rusty. Um, you mentioned there that you thought uh, Jared could play both the one and the two. Um, what, what do you like about his game that you can see him playing, uh, you know, minutes maybe next to Steph at, at the two? Well, you guys saw him in the playoffs play with um, Chris Paul a couple years ago, and it was a pretty effective lineup. I think we'll experiment with what works the best for our team, but he gives you that option because he can defend twos. He can get in the paint. He's tough. And um, it just adds a whole other element to our backcourt, and I think he's a great complement to uh, both Curry and Clay. And you mentioned Charles there. I know that uh, his contract is not guaranteed. Do you, you still expect him to, to have a role with this group? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I think um, we we have plans for him. We feel like we're going to utilize him. And, again, with the ability for Jared to be uh, designated as a combo guard, it still gives Charles an opportunity to play some point as well, which is his natural position. So we, we're uh, – we're still very high on Charles. Hey, Bob, it's Antonio. Uh, just can you expand on how New Orleans sort of got into the fold here today, and then also just how do you feel about this trade now versus how you did yesterday when it was sort of where it was at? Well, you know, I think New Orleans knew from myself and our group that we had an interest in, in Jared Jack. It had been ongoing for a while. We just didn't see a way to do it, and there never seemed to be the right opportunity. And then um, I think when they saw the deal with Philly, uh, you know, they they saw us engaging in something that they weren't involved in and, and uh, wanted to be a part of it. And it made and, and I, I, as far as their motivation, um, I don't know what their motivation is. You, you can ask them, and I think. Um, our motivation was to get a was to get a player, and I think I would tell you that as I compare it to what was in place yesterday, I think we're much happier with what is in place tonight than we were with what was in place yesterday. Although that yesterday was flexibility, today, today this afternoon, this evening, our team got better. Um, immediately got better, which is what we're trying to do: is get better and win more games. That's that's the simple bottom line: is we're trying to get better, and we think Jared Jack does that for us. So what you're saying, Bob, is you 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 think Jack's got more of a chance to help than Babchich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'm wrong on that one, wow. Uh, yeah, I would tell you guys we think that we got a player here, uh, and it's, trade exceptions are nice. Uh, they shouldn't be underestimated, but it's hard to get players in the league that uh, move the needle, and we think we got one in Jared Jack. I see. I see. Um, with this deal, Bob, that you guys took on is like one three or one four in salary. Um, right. Does that now? I know that yesterday, with the parameters of that deal, I believe it would have given you the flexibility to use all of the mid level. Um, right. Does this one? This this takes a little chunk of that mid level away again, doesn't it? If you hope to avoid the tax. Yeah, it, it, the, the, the deal, you're correct, Matt, we take on, I think, 1.3 to be exact um, in the deal. And I think um, it doesn't change the motivation to, to improve the team through free agency. 
uh, we're certainly still going to be aggressive in our pursuit. Um, but at the same time, we feel like what we did today addressed one of our needs. So going into free agency, we felt like we had to address the depth of our backcourt and our frontcourt. And we feel like via this trade, we took on a uh, high-level player that addressed one of our immediate needs, which was the backcourt. So now we can be a little bit more selective when we address our front court right. uh, and not feel like we have to go rush out and uh, grab the first thing we can. So it, it, right. it, 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 it helps us in the sense of instead of appearing to, and I don't, the, the word desperate is too strong, but it, instead of appearing like we have to do something, we just resolved right. a, a need of ours and now we can kind of be a little more selective. Is it fair to say that, that maybe the – I don't want to say the last piece, but uh, the next big significant piece is maybe one more uh, up player up front, a 4-5 or 5-4 yeah, perhaps? that's fair to say. I okay. would say that, yeah. A, ba- a backup uh, – d- a 4-5, a 5-4, four, uh, five, five, four, but maybe a 4-5 is, is, is where we're going to focus. Right, Okay. Bob, I saw that uh, it's being reported that J.J. Hickson is is going to, to Portland. Um, are, are you guys confident that there still are enough guys that you like at that four, at that four or five position uh, on the market? Yeah, I'm not going to get into specific names, but we feel like um, we can address that position, and and to, and and I think we'll we'll find somebody that can help us there. But again, yesterday when I spoke to you guys. I was being sincere and, and forthright when I said there was nothing there, and all of a sudden today we have Jared Jack on our team. So <laughs> I guess that, that tells you how quickly things move in this league, and um, we, we're hopeful we can get a, another quality player at that position. Um, you know, I, I think with the, with the group we're looking at out there, we'll, we'll get somebody that can help us at that spot. Were there uh, were there other suitors uh, like New Orleans came in on this deal? Were there were there other options for you? Well, I think there's always options that uh, develop when 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 uh, teams get wind of a potential deal. When it when it yeah. becomes public, you will field certain offers, and and I would tell you guys, 95 percent of the time, none of them gain any traction, but this one did for a variety of reasons. Um, especially on our end. And, again, I, I, I'll only speak to our motivation. But for us, when this presented itself, it was uh, clear that uh, it made a lot of sense for us. Cool. Anything, uh, anything else, guys? Bob, Bob it's Marcus Thompson. Hey, is there, is there a chance you guys could call, call it an off season and go like this? Uh, or, or do you need to get a, another player that's not currently on your roster? We could, but I don't think we will. Um, I think we're going to look to add a player. We're still relatively young, and um, we'd, we'd like to be competitive in the West, which is no easy task. So I think if we can bolster the roster at the four spot, we're going to look to do it. But I would also tell you that um, – you know, I, w- I would say I would I would garner that it's more likely we do add another player than that we than that we don't is is the best way that I would answer it. Certainly going to explore everything. I, I I told my wife I said, well this 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 addresses one need, and she said, well you done now? And I said, no no we're not done. 
And uh, she's about to have a baby in the next two weeks. I said I'd like to be done before then. But, no, we're not done, Marcus. I, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but I will say we're going to continue to explore every option uh, to add at least another player to our team. Do you have, uh, I guess, any kind of timetable on Brandon Rush? Is that is that next in line, or can it be not next? It could be tonight. I, I, I don't. I, I, it's it's always been in line, um, and it continues to be in line. And I, and just because something like this happened before Brandon was signed, doesn't mean this is ahead of that. This just presented itself uh, in a in a in a time frame that happened to be ahead of any free agency deal we did. But I would consider this, in some sense, a free agent acquisition, even though it wasn't. It was via trade. But this was a, a move we made during a period where you're seeing a lot of movement. But uh, our goal, as I would say again, was to re-sign Brandon Rush. We had three goals in no, in no particular order, but always noting that Brandon Rush was, was a restricted free agent and a player we wanted to maintain on our team. And we had three goals, keep Brandon Rush, add some backcourt help, and add some frontcourt help. And um, we're still focused on keeping Brandon, and I think all we did tonight was accomplish, check one of the boxes. Um, so there's still two more to do. Bob, do you think? Well, uh, yeah, uh, this may—I don't know if you're going to want to answer this, but uh, is it more likely uh, that Brandon will receive an offer that you guys match, or that you guys will negotiate something on your own with him? You know, I would tell you, Matt, uh, we, our goal is just to re-sign him in whatever manner it, right. it takes, and I, I can't portend to tell you how free agency especially restricted free agency will will turn out um it's just our goal is to keep him um obviously uh in a contract that his representation is okay with and that our ownership is okay with but i i do believe i'm i'm fairly confident we'll we'll achieve that i just again all you guys need to know is if you need any more proof that how things happen quickly I, I told you I, yesterday we had nothing, and today this happened. So right. it's just—it's very fluid, and, and I—I—that I, 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 may be hard to believe, but that—that that is the truth. Yeah. Hey Bob, uh, where you know the fluidity notwithstanding, what, what does this deal mean? Uh, you say you got this deal done. Get Brandon Rush, still an out of power forward. Does that mean your other free agents? Just won't fit. No, I would say that um, we liked. Uh, you mean the guys that were on our team last year? Is that what you're talking okay, about? Yeah, Nate, Nate, yeah. and McGuire. No, you know we we thought they did a great job for us. Um, they continue to be players that we uh, are keeping an eye on. Depending on how things shake out, um, they may or may not be back. Um, so I can't really answer it. Again, it, it falls into that level of uncertainty, but um, I would tell you unequivocally, we, we we think both those players are good NBA players and um, certainly helped us compete last year and we're, and we're good players and good teammates and good in the locker room. So I, I can see scenarios where they're back. I, I can see them, but again, it's, it's hard to be definitive um, in any of these, in any of these, when discussing anybody, it's just, it, it just, it's just hard to give concrete answers. You just don't know. 
Well, do you need to, uh, and uh, do you need to like get Rush locked up before you know, like what kind of price range you have for whatever Power Forward you sign, or do you can you sign the Power Forward? I guess before uh, you link up Brandon Rush is, is really what I'm wondering. Um, I think you have to project certain. Uh, you, you have to you have to do budgets and uh, project. Do your best to project what may be forthcoming. Uh, looking around the league, and uh, if if we are if if we are making an offer in free agency, um, we're certainly going to do that with keeping Brandon in mind. So I can't answer specifically again as to the dollars, um, but I will say that it's a balancing act. That's the best way for me to answer your question. Is it's it's a balancing act as to how you spend in free agency while prioritizing keeping your restricted free agent. Every team has to go through that exercise, I think, in free agency. Not really knowing what the outcome is going to be in some sense. Hey, Bob, this is, I guess, a little off topic, but uh, we're all writing about Clay being down here with the with the select team. What kind of impact do you think that can have on a, a young player uh, being around those, those stars on the national team and, and having a week to practice with those guys? I think it's tremendous for his career, for his growth. Anytime you can be around successful people in any business or any profession, it, it, it rubs off on you. You play with better players you're going to get better um, you're around better people you're going to be a better person um, so he's getting a glimpse of what it takes to be successful in the NBA at the highest level when you're competing against the best players in the league so uh, not only are we fortunate that he was asked to attend but but for himself it's an honor but for our team for him to see players that have achieved success individually and from a team standpoint is huge to, to, let, to have a player have a chance to mold himself uh, in, in an environment like that is uh, is really a blessing for us as an organization. Do you guys, as a as an organization, uh, make any bids to to Mr. Colangelo? I mean, do you guys try to to get your young players involved in in the U.S. program, or is that just uh, him, Colangelo, making the call? Um. We didn't have to lobby for this one. This call came yep. to us. So, but I have no, uh, I have no uh, problem <laughs> lobbying in the future uh, because, and it should be taken as a compliment. I, I, I value USA basketball and the experience that it gives to young players, old players, any player. I, I think it's an honor, and I think um, again, it's anybody that can shadow players like Kobe and LeBron and players that have like I said, had careers in this league and succeeded, just being around them for our players um, is tremendous. Yeah. I know you've got your mind on uh, 8 million other things, but are there any guys on the summer league roster, other than the obvious guys who will be with the big club, are there any of these guys that we should be paying special attention to? Are you going to watch us play on Friday? Yeah. All right, you... You're going to be looking at the same things I am. So I think hopefully somebody jumps out at us. <laughs> I've been on the phone for the last 72 hours. So i, I got to tell you, I haven't been able to see practice. Um, I'll be at our game on Friday, and if you can play basketball and you're good, hopefully uh, it's pretty easy to spot. I'm hoping somebody jumps out at us.
I got a head start on you. I got to see uh, Malik Waynes play a couple games in Orlando, a guy who's coming in for you guys on Friday. I think you got something there. Good. Well, that's good. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm excited. It's hard to find young talent. He worked out for us. He, was, he did great when he came in, so I'm, I'm excited to see him. And I think Bob would also tell you off the record that the kid from Wichita State could really be a diamond for us. I'm not sure I would say that off the record even, Raymond. <laughs> you can strike that. You can strike that. All right. I took it as a personal attack that you cut Wendell McKinnis after I predicted he would dominate. I think that was you personal. Can, yeah, you can you – can, uh, you should take that as a personal attack. I, that was directed at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Any other questions? Or no, that's great. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Raymond. All right, guys. All right, guys. We'll uh, see thanks, you. Bob. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. All right, guys. See you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye.